You're listening to episode three of the Feed You podcast. Welcome to the Feed You podcast, giving you the real scoop on raising your business to new heights. Expert education, inspiration, and motivation to fuel your purpose, your passion, and your profits. Here's your host, Elisa Connor. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Feed You podcast. I am so excited you're here, and I am even more excited to introduce you to my guest today. I really appreciate you being here, and I know you have options to listen to different podcasts, so thanks so much for tuning in. I truly do appreciate it. So let's get started. I'm Elisa Connor, and I'm your host, and I am so thrilled to bring you somebody that is very new to my life as an interview today to talk about the Clifton Strengths Testing. Her name's Alyssa Dare Nelson, and she is actually a certified coach for the Clifton Strengths Test. Now, you may not be familiar with the Clifton Strengths Test, so I want to give you a, just a little bit of insight on what it is. I'm sure you've heard of Myers Briggs, where you can go get your personality tested and then align your career and the way that you focus on different pieces of, say, your business to your personality. Well, this takes it one step further. It's almost like that test on steroids, because what they really do is identify your top strengths. And the the initial test gives you five so that you know what you're in alignment with your strengths and you know how to talk about it in all of your marketing and in your messaging and in when you're out in the world and you know that those are the areas you need to focus on versus trying to focus on everything and knowing that you're not necessarily good at some things. So it is my extreme pleasure to bring on Alyssa Dare Nelson, who's not only a certified strengths coach, but she's also an author, podcaster, and speaker. She helps business owners, CEOs, and leadership teams develop their natural strengths and overcome their limiting beliefs. She helps them to focus on and develop their strengths and learn how to catapult their business as well as their personal relationships so that they can have a happier lifestyle. So let me bring on Alyssa. Welcome to the Feed You Podcast. I'm Lisa Connor. I'm your host, and I am so excited to invite to the program, to the show, Alyssa Dare Nelson with Dare Success Coaching. Welcome. Thanks for coming to the show. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited to be here. It is an honor, and I love being in your space. So it's like like happiness all over the place. I am so excited that you're here. Uh, We met by a fluke of the universe and it has just been a love affair since. So at least on my side, I don't know about you. Um, So Alyssa, I have invited Alyssa today. Um, I'm going to have her in just a second, tell us a little bit about her. But as I stated in the intro, she's going to talk to us about strengths finder. So my question for you is um, how did you get started and how has your knowledge around StrengthsFinder really helped propel you to where you are? Yeah. So I fell in love with StrengthsFinder based out of a personal need. Um, I went through the first 30 years, some, some odd years of my life, wondering what was wrong with me right? Like at every turn, what was wrong with me? And, um, you know, when you have a really deep ingrained limiting belief like that, um, you know, our brain's job, and I found this out afterwards, right? I didn't know this going into it, but our brain's job with our beliefs is to reinforce them, not to break them. So even if we had a hundred pieces of information that, um, would, would dispel that belief, 
all we need is one piece of information to go see, I told you that like, that's, that's accurate. And so um, this deeply ingrained belief was so, was so locked in that when I found the StrengthsFinder profile and it was 40 years of research and it was repeatable and reliable and all of the, you know, the research terms, you know, that, that you need to know that it's, it's legit. I needed that because in black and white, it showed me I had things that were right with me. And I needed that kind of concrete evidence in order to start chipping away at that limiting belief that everything was wrong with me. So that's why I fell in love with StrengthsFinder. And then I was like, I, I want to know more about it. I want to dig deeper. And so I went through a 30 week long um, certification course, which included, you know, midterms and <laughs> finals and oral exams and all of these things and 50 hours of, of um, practicum coaching hours. And it was really, really deep. And the beauty of it is that I came out on the other side going, oh my gosh, I am so freaking awesome. And, and, and I'm not the only one, like everyone else is too. And just feeling this compelled uh, state to go share that with other people. And so, you know, while StrengthsFinder is the tool I use, and I have lots of other, you know, tools in my tool belt now to help um, business owners, it's always what I start with because of what beautiful concrete evidence it is for people to help them understand what's right with them. I love it. And you are so good at what you do. So before the interview, I actually told Alyssa, I took the StrengthsFinder and I promptly read my strengths, and then I moved on and did nothing with it. And so she graciously agreed to walk through her process with StrengthsFinder for me, and it was fantastic. So I'm going to just give you a little background of what that looked like. I gave her my strengths, my strengths that were determined by the test, and I believe you have a link on your website that people can go to to take that test. Am I correct? Yeah, if they go to daretosucceed.com forward slash profile, it's actually a redirect. It goes right over to the Gallup website. I am not an affiliate. They don't actually have an affiliate program. I just believe this, this wholeheartedly in this profile. So you can certainly take it that way. Um, or, you know, I do as a part of some of my services, I provide uh, uh, profiles for people um, as a part of my services too. But you can take it for 20 bucks um, and, and then you get their information, um, just the results and in, in the things that Gallup provides. Right. Um, and so I had taken it because I actually bought the book. And so when you buy the book, you get the test for free. And so that's how I ended up doing it. So I'm somewhat familiar with StrengthsFinder and um, so I had provided my strengths to her and then this fabulous lady not only created a specialized report on my strengths, but a video to walk me through different pieces. So we're going to talk about that a little bit today just because I thought it would be um, relevant for you guys to see kind of how this works um, and how Alyssa works to dig in deep with you and get you aligned with your greatest you. Um, your greatest purpose and the reason why you go about doing the things you do and how you do the things so that you can focus on those things. And then not only that, but I thought it was really relevant. One of my favorite parts of your video and of your um, report is to be aware of the areas where you're not strong. Because I think a lot of times we kind of want to just push those under the rug or else we focus on them to the point of dismay where we're like, Oh, I kind of suck at that and I wish I was better at it, but you're not naturally inclined to be programmed to be good at everything. Right. right. So 
let me know where you want to start. Where should we start? Do you want to talk about my strengths? Do you want to, you tell me how we want to move forward. Yeah. Well, you know, I think it's important first to, to talk about why we focus on our strengths. And one of the biggest pushbacks I get from people when I tell them to focus on their strengths is what they hear is ignore your weaknesses. And that is not that is not what I'm recommending. Um, it's important to know where your areas of non-strength are. But what's ironic is that uh, there's three areas of weakness that, that show up for us. We have our areas of non-strength, like just like just not how I'm wired, not my area of expertise. You know, this takes me a long time and drains me of energy. And then we have overuse patterns of our strengths. So you hear people say, well, my biggest strength is also my weakness. That's absolutely true because when we're naturally wired to, to behave in a certain way um, and then we don't know what else to do, we run out of tools, right? We just keep hitting that easy button. And so it runs into overuse. It's like turning the radio the volume on your radio up in your car way too loud. And then not only are your rear, rear view uh, mirrors shaking, but the, the car next to you, their rear view mirrors are shaking too. And that music no longer sounds good, right? So it, it literally is too much of a good thing. Um, and then is sometimes our strengths get burnt out, right? And so then we shut them down and we have underuse patterns. So here's why it's wise to focus on your strengths because we take care of two thirds of our weaknesses by optimizing our strengths. And then we don't ignore that we have weaknesses. We just go, hey, you know what? I'm much better suited over here. I get more done. I can contribute more. I have more energy, but I see you are really great at this. It gives us the space to honor and edify and elevate other people in our circle who are gifted at the things that we're not. And so this is why we're in human community is so that we can bring the best of us and allow other people to bring the best of them. And now look at that. We actually together as a community are well-rounded, but the fallacy is that we, we think we're supposed to be well-rounded ourselves. That's what we're taught in school. It's what we're taught in entrepreneurship. Like you're a sole entrepreneur. So you have to wear all the hats. You have to be well-rounded. False, 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 false. And so we have to have to start breaking that myth and go, I'm not going to ignore my weaknesses, but I am going to find a different route to, um, to fill in the gaps where I'm not strong. So I just wanted to kind of level set that for people so that they really hear, I'm not saying ignore your weaknesses. I'm saying, let's tackle them in a different way. And I love how you um, talked about that because pretty much everybody that you look at that has had great success in their business has surrounded them with a good team. And I think if you're not aware of your weaknesses, you don't know how to hire the people around you to support you. That's right. Um, and so that's a really great, great takeaway is just be aware of the, of what you're not the best at so that you can bring those people that excel in those areas on your team and you can scale and grow your business. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And we'll come to, in a moment, the, pe the people who are sitting there on the other side of their earbuds going, but I can't afford it. I just can't afford it. We'll, we'll cover you on that. There's, there's a way around it. So. I love it. Awesome. <laughs> um, but, you know, we can dive into your strengths, Elisa, if you want to. Sure. And um, why don't you, if you wouldn't mind, why don't you share what your top five strength themes are? And it's going to be jargon for people, but then we're going to unravel it. 
No worries. So um, just as a side note, when I took this test, I was a little bit flabbergasted that it was so right on. And I read through this again this morning um, with a colleague and um, she, she agreed. She said, holy moly, that can't be. And she had never done this. So um, she's going to take her strengths finder too. But my five top um, strengths are strategic, input, relator, activator, and ideation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which is awesome, <laughs> right? So, so people are like, okay, what the heck does that mean? Um, what did you first glean from that? Uh, so much truth in that, especially in the areas of ideation and strategery. I like to say strategery. Um, those are really the areas I excel in almost to a ridiculous fault. Like I can't help myself, mm-hmm. um, especially when I'm looking at people's businesses, which is, you know, a lot of the reason that I, I want to dig into what I do is um, because I look at their business and I can't help myself but go, um, because I see the big picture, like I see where they want to go and where they're stuck and where the problems lie in their business. And so I almost take it upon myself to say, um, if you did this, this, and this, but a lot of people aren't open to that. So I have to kind of hold that back a little bit, but it's just a natural instinct for me to know what they need to do to fix what what's wrong. Yeah. Um, and then also ideation. I mean, I don't think you can be an entrepreneur and not have ideas. Um, I, I probably have a ridiculous overabundance of ideas and I need to tone that in a little bit. I need, <laughs> I need to tone that down because, you know, you can't have a million ideas and not implement any of them. So um, those are the two that I resonated with for sure. But when we, when you walked through the report and we're talking about a relator, mm. one of the, do you want to tell the example that you gave? I'm trying to remember which example I gave. Okay. Okay. Because, so the, because I'll, each I'll of my videos you. are so personalized to the, to the person right. that I'm giving them. So the relator, the example you gave me is that when you walk into a networking meeting, uh, yes. you're not going to go and try and talk to every single person. You're going to strategically mm-hmm. identify the people or person that you want to talk to. And you're going to have a more intimate conversation with them by asking them questions and getting to know them better. Yeah. Yeah, because Relator is a theme that's all about uh, common ground, common connection, right? Something that you can relate to them on. And so, um, and it only allows, this is one of the most fascinating things about Relator. I have Wu in my top five, which is a a, a friend is is just, or a stranger is just a friend I haven't met yet right? Like everybody's my friend. (laughs) I love everybody. Everybody's my friend. And as soon as I meet them, then I'm like, Hey, we have a new friend. Relator is almost opposite of that. Like only a few people get that term friend because friend means you've let them inside into the deep, like deeply. Right. And so relator, uh, people with high relator typically have, um, long, long standing friendships, like your kindergarten best friend or your high school best friend is still your friend, you know, 25 years later and you guys still get together and, and hang out and, and, and such. Um, and, and woo is like, you walk into a room and you have all these new friends and then you walk into the next room and you have all these new friends. And so it doesn't necessarily hold on to older relationships without intention, 
right? And so for me, I have, I have to really be intentional about going back and reconnecting with people I've met in the past because I just have all of these connections, right? And they all are considered friends in my mind. Um, now for you, you even, even now, as much as we've deeply connected, I'm probably still an acquaintance in your mind. Right? right. A colleague. Right. Um, I don't get to be your friend because we haven't, you know, sat down over a, a bottle of wine and, and had a relationship for a year. Right. Like it's just, right. it just, it's, it, there's only so many people who get that. But so people who, who think that, well, geez, if I only have just a few friends, what does that mean for new people? Like I'm a business owner. I have to get out there and meet people. Relator is really good at finding that one connection that you have in common with that person. And so uh, the best way to network is just to ask questions. If you've got high relator, go into that networking event and go, huh, I'm going to see, you know, ask this person, what do you do, you know, when you're not working? Right. Oh, well, I own a boat. Oh my gosh, I own a boat too. Or I have a dog and oh my gosh, I have a dog too. And then you connect on that one thing and that allows you to start building the relationship. But when you have somebody that you just cannot find a connection with, right? Like you just, it's, it's okay. But, but people typically feel guilty about that. Like, well, I should be able to like everybody and be friends with everybody. And that's not the case. That's not how you're wired. So just find the one thing that you can actually connect with that person on. And then as long as you can connect with that person, then you can continue that conversation without saying, this is my best friend. And I think something else to, that I have found in my experience is that also being aware that what, um, what takes your strength and your energy and what feeds your strength and your energy. And I think as a relator, oftentimes like when I'm surrounded by a lot of different people, I am drained at the end of that because I feel like I'm not, that's too much for me. It's like almost like a, um, an overcharge, like you've overcharged your phone or whatever. But if I'm just in a smaller group and I can really relate and connect to one person that feeds my energy. And so I just find, I just have, that's something I've discovered about myself. And I don't know, I mean, part of it is probably introvert versus extrovert, but I think some of it is also just how you're naturally programmed is that if you're being inundated at a conference, say by hundreds of people, um, and you're just feeling like I can't connect to anybody here, it can be very energy draining. So I just wanted to bring that up as, as something that I've absorbed in myself and ask you if that's something that you could also relate to just that strength piece of it. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, you know, the introvert versus extrovert conversation is different, but similar. So, um, so there are strengths that tend to be extroverted and tend to be introverted, but it's because we all have our different cookie recipe, right? And I have seen people with relator and woo in their top five. And woo is typically extroverted. Relator is typically introverted. Um, But it doesn't doesn't mean that you are one way or another because you can have an introverted woo and you can have an extroverted relator. So um, how I define uh, extroversion and introversion and this actually is a, a little bit of a pain point for me. It kind of frustrates me when people uh, explain it otherwise, and I'll explain that in a second. So how do you recharge? Like I recharge when I'm with people. As a sole entrepreneur who has a home office, if I am alone too long, I like spiral, 
I kind of go into like this crazy, right? And I re-energize when I get to connect with people. Now, um, so, so that's how I know that on the introvert extrovert spectrum, I am an extrovert because I, I'm energized by people. Now, introverts can go and they can, they can successfully manage crowds or, you know, et cetera, et cetera, but they recharge on their own. Now, do I have times where I need to recharge alone? Yes. And do you have times where you just need that connection with a really close friend? And so you're, you're energizing with other people. Yes. So it's a spectrum, but here's what drives me nuts is when people say, well, I'm shy. And so therefore I must be an introvert or I don't feel confident in a group of people and that therefore I must be an introvert. And confidence, uh, self-confidence is different than introvert and extrovert. And so you can, you can confidently go up and, and present to a crowd um, and still be an introvert. And you can also overcome this quote shyness because often it's because you're not confident right? So, so also differentiating the, the, the difference between uh, introversion and self-doubt. Right. I and, 100% agree. And I, you know, I'm a public speaker. So for me, speaking in front of a crowd is not a big deal. And that's, you know, some of that's around confidence. But for me to be energized is I have to, I almost am drained by that. Like, cause there's just so much energy in the room that I almost have to step away and go have like a little bit of quiet time and then come back because it's just yeah. a lot. Um, and I really love that you made that distinction between extrovert and introvert because I don't think people are aware of that. Yeah. It did make me think, um, I'd like to back up just for a second because if people are not familiar with the strengths finder, I, um, actually didn't even realize this or I just needed to be reminded of it, but that how many strengths there are. So would you talk a little bit about how many there are and then how the test determines, you know, what yours are? Yeah, this is, this is brilliant. And this is where the concrete side of my brain just loves this. So there are 34 identified strength themes um, and each of them have their own, I personify everything. So <laughs> each of them have their own personality, right? Um, but in your top five, uh, this was what allows you to truly be unique. So in order for somebody to have the exact same top five in the same order as you, and now we're not even talking about six through 34. Okay. This is one in 33 million. Like you're that unique, right? You add, and it's, I mean, it's, it's into the billions and trillions. And I don't even know, like the numbers are huge. If you think about uh, your, your strength teams being in the exact same order as someone else, all 34, it's just, it's unheard of. And then you add in your life experiences and, and your education and all of the values and all those other things. And like, there is no doubt proof black and white that you are the only one like you who has ever walked this earth, whoever will walk this earth and whoever has walked the earth. Like it's mind blowing just how unique um, that you can be in this. And this is why another reason I was drawn to the Strengths Finder is that, you know, you take uh, another personality profile and this is actually a, a technically a psychometric because of its scientific basis. Um, so it doesn't like check your quote pro personality. Um, but other profiles, they put you into a box and I hated that. I hated that I was a, oh, you're such an I. And that was the first personality profile that I was exposed to was the disc. And people would be like, oh, you're such an I. I am so much more than just 
this one thing. I am so much richer and deeper of a person. Don't put me in a box. And with StrengthsFinder, you don't have to be put into a box. So 34 identified themes, the chances of you having the same profile as someone else is minuscule. Um, and so it allows you to really truly have your own cookie recipe, right? So even if, for instance, someone else had their, the same top five themes as you did, but they had them in a different order, their cookie would taste different, right? right. Um, whether they have a little bit more flour or a little bit less uh, chocolate chips or a little bit more vanilla extract. And it's the way that that cookie, that cookie recipe blends together that makes you your own specific, you know, uh, flavor, Right. Which I love, I love that. And I love the scientific piece of that behind, um, behind it, because I think as entrepreneurs, we sit around and we take shots at compare schlager all day long thinking, Oh, Sammy's doing the same thing I'm doing and Jolene's doing it too. And we don't realize that people are going to buy from us because of us, mm -hmm. because of the strengths that we bring to the table and all of our unique characteristics. So if, as entrepreneurs, I think it's even more important to be aware Absolutely. of that differentiation to that level. Yeah. And one of the things that I love and one of the things that you have on your ultimate strengths resource guide is what are your unique contributions? Because this is, those are the things that, that you should be putting in your web copy that you should be putting um, out at networking events. Like, like there might be a million other people who are technically in the same field as you, but they can't contribute to your clients the things that you can. So even if you look over those, that contributions row and go, well, yeah, this, 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 and this, of course, like, yeah, doesn't everybody? No, no. People can't contribute like you can because they are wired differently. And so these are the things that make you uniquely you. And again, because part of our job is to fill in the gaps of other people's non-strengths, you get to bring those contributions forward and, and you're going to, um, you're going to draw in your ideal client um, that doesn't have what you have to offer. And so not every client is your client, and that's actually a good thing. Um, but if you're able to articulate your unique contributions, your unique selling proposition, um, that is going to help you to to stand confidently in your own brand and be able to then um, not compare. We all fall into comparison from, you know, time and again, right? But, um, but to stand up and go, wow, I am so freaking awesome. Like there's like, of course, my ideal client wants to work with me because I have all these things to offer them right? That kind of confidence to bring into a networking meeting or uh, into the online space uh, is magnetic. And I think I love that it brings it to the surface because I think a lot of the things that we are naturally good at are not on that surface level. And so when we go to write our website copy and we go to write our brand statements and we go to talk at networking events, we don't know what to say because we're, it's just natural for us. That's just how we are. And so having that copy and having that affirmation of, you know, not everybody has this, not everybody does this is yeah pretty incredible. I mean, it's a pretty incredible gift that you're providing people yeah. um, to give them that differentiation factor from not only um, everybody in their same space, but so that their people can find them. Yeah. And it's funny because the, the saying goes that you can't read the label from inside the jar, right? And this allows you to get out of the jar for a minute and actually read the label. 
um, and start to go, wow, I really do have some amazing things here. And, uh, you know, as woo woo, and it's like, oh yeah, personal development, blah, 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 as that might sound, it has to start there. It can't stop there, right? It has to then move into compelled action. But when you have a confidence and a, a certainty about what you have to offer, now it changes from, I have to go market myself to, I have a responsibility to go serve the clients that need me. And that shift is pivotal. 100%. I love that. Thank you for that. So moving through this report, um, do you have anything else that you want to, that you want to focus on? I mean, this was so in depth that I was a little bit like, wow, I need some uh, additional time to process it. And I will, I, I actually printed mine out for those of you that, um, want to take a look at this, I can actually put it up um, as a screenshot or something, but yeah, if that's okay yeah. with you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, and what I think is so powerful about this, uh, and this is why I create the videos, because it is so much information. And if you're a human, like you have a ton of brand new information and we kind of shut down. And so I, I, I make it, uh, I do the videos so that I can help you to know when do you pull these things out? So the resource guide is, uh, do, does two things for you. It allows you, uh, when, when, when you know when to look at it. So when you're feeling suffocated or frustrated or angry or stuck or any of those negative emotions, that's when I want you to pull out your resource guide, right? So it's not to sit there and, and, and study every morning in your, in your affirmations or meditation time, right? It's, it's for when, oh my gosh, I'm really feeling upset right now. And I don't, I don't either know, know why, or I don't know what to do about it. When you physically pull out your resource guide, it gives you the emotional space to get outside of your jar. I love right? that. And so it gives you the proverbial time for the three deep breaths or the count to 10 moment. And then, uh, you know, when you look at what your needs are, when you look at what your triggers are, all of a sudden it gives you language around how to ask for what you need or how to put up the boundaries that you need to in, in, so that you can thrive. Right. Mm -hmm. And so this is why that resource guide can be so powerful is not because of all of the information on it, but if you pull it out at strategic moments, it gives you the time to respond versus react to any given situation. And that is powerful. That is really powerful. So as entrepreneurs, a lot of times we find ourselves kind of in this lonely little world and we're not always out into, um, the community or in a networking event, you're not, usually you don't want to walk into a networking event and go, Hey, I kind of feel like poop today. I mean, you want, you're, you want to be at your best. So do you have a community where people can plug in and kind of talk about where they're stuck and talk about their strengths and, and find each other for the people that are, um, that don't have the same strengths as them and perhaps some of the more weaker areas. Do you have something like that? That's a resource. Yeah, gosh, I'm so excited because I am, I'm, I'm just launching a brand new membership called Dare to Succeed um, for the helpers and the healers of the heart of the mind, body, and soul, right? So it really is for the people who are so passion-driven and they, they do their business because they care so deeply about people. Um, and, and to build that, that confidence in the business acumen to help them to thrive in their business. And so this new member community, um, you can find it daretosucceed.com. 
um, as this goes live, we are actually in open enrollment. Um, and, uh, but that open enrollment will close at the, at the end of the month here. Um, and we're just opening it just a couple days a month because we really want the month uh, that, that people are in there to be focused on them growing and connecting. And for me and my team to be able to, uh, to really serve the community so um, that my efforts are not split between marketing and serving, that I really get to serve that community. And so in that community, there is a whole library of information on strengths and how to apply them and who you should connect with. Like if you have activator, you know, try connecting with someone who has achiever because you're a good starter, but they're a good finisher. Um, and, you know, things like that, tips like that on how to actually help yourself thrive. So I'm just super, super excited about this, about this new community. So they can find that on daretosixty.com. And that's spelled like my name, which is D-A-I-R-E, the number two, succeed.com. Well, I am super excited about that too. And I can't imagine that won't be a resource for everybody, anybody that's an entrepreneur or beyond, because a lot of times you are trying to find those people and you interview people and you think they're a good match and they're really not a good match. And having the advanced knowledge of, you know, here's my five, my top five, um, Strengths finders, you know, this is who I'm looking for. Those people are automatically going to pop up and then you can determine from there. Yeah. You know, are, is it a good fit for you guys to work together or something else? Yeah. Um, we were going to circle around. There was a question. Oh, I know what it was. It was the, um, the money question that people get stuck in this uh, mindset of there's not going to be enough or, you know, and it goes back to our initial conversation of, you know, you being, um, different and having a different genetic makeup, a different complete makeup than anybody else out there. So do you want to talk about that just a little bit? Yeah. Yeah. So here's the, here's the truth. There are 7 billion people on this planet, right? Stop. Um, I want to back up and have you say that one more time. Yeah. 7 billion people on this planet. Um, now, if you whittle it down to how many are your ideal client, maybe you're looking at, I don't know, a hundred thousand if you're really niched down, okay? You can't serve 100,000 people, folks. So it's okay. It's okay that not everybody is your client. Um, but, but if you are really specific about what you have to offer, um, now you don't have to worry about that. You can come from a place of abundance. And I know that that sounds really, you know, really rich to, to say, well, when you're sitting there and you're like, I don't have any clients, but I'm telling you, if you focus on who can you serve the best now, go find that person. And, you know, you can talk about it and I can talk about, you know, how do you find that person? How do you really truly draw them in? What is, what is that? But it comes down to putting out there who you are and they're going to be magnetized to who you are because they're out there Google searching you and they can't find you yet because you don't have yet the confidence just to put yourself out there. So again, it starts with that confidence, but it doesn't end there. It goes to action. So you cannot sit on your couch eating bonbons. <laughs> Is bonbons even a thing anymore? I don't know. Let's say uh, what's something like those, <laughs> those Rocher like, chocolates. Let's do that. <laughs> right, right. So if you've read The Secret or you've watched the movie, like you think, oh, the law of attraction is, is like, I should be able to just like welcome all of this in. But, but but we don't talk about the law of action, which is also a universal law, just like gravity. Okay. So yes, draw them in, but the law of action says 
you need to go take action in order for the law of attraction to truly uh, live out its full purpose, right? Um, so, so don't just sit behind your computer and pray and hope for your phone to ring. Go move, go take action. And once you really recognize the things that are special to you and the things that you have uniquely to contribute that nobody else in your field has, now it is your responsibility to get out there and take action instead of sitting back and hoping that these people find you. I love it. And I, and I, that is one of my soapbox moments is you got to take the action. People can't do it for you. This is your business. So I'm really glad you touched on that. Um, one thing I want to talk about is, you know, some, there are going to be people out here that are listening to this interview and they're going to be like, I want mine. I want her to do that for me. So will you tell us about the offering that you have where people can connect with you and you, you know, can create this report for them and the video and they, they can find out all of the information you generously shared with me for themselves. Yeah, absolutely. So what I did to, for you was the intro to your awesomeness. This is, this is what I call it because it really truly is like, oh my gosh, I'm so awesome. Um, so what I do is I actually provide a top five strengths finder profile for you. Um, so I cover the cost of that and no, I don't get a discount. I pay for it just like you do. <laughs> but, um, and then I take that and I unravel it for you. So I create the ultimate strengths resource guide. I create a video that is personalized to you. And then I'm also available, um, you know, if you have a, a few email questions and you can upgrade and, and uh, do a, a coaching coaching call with me as well, if you want to un unravel that with me. Um, but you can start with the intro to your awesomeness and add the coaching session later on if you want to. Um, so I, I love that service. They can find it on my, on my website, but if they go to dare to succeed.com forward slash um, I see, and I should have done this better. I, I put it into an acronym that I can't even remember. Um, so intro to your awesomeness, I T Y A. Uh, so dare to succeed.com forward slash I Y I T Y A. This is a terrible acronym. That's all right. I'm going yeah. to, I'm going to put a link in the show notes. So don't panic about it. I'll so go and it, it It'll actually bring you to the sales page, which explains everything I just did. Plus gives some, you know, testimonials about other people's experiences, et cetera. Um, and you can, you can buy it right there on, on the sales page and, mm. and get your intro to your awesomeness. Because I, am, I, I do think this is just, it's like, it's like business one-on-one. You have to, you have to know this stuff about you. Um, and until you can grow that confidence in who you are, um, you just don't have the confidence to get out in the world. And then that whole fake it till you make it thing, like you're really faking it because you don't, you don't have that true confidence and people see right through that inauthenticity. Um, so yeah. So get to know you, get to know why you're so awesome. Yep. And I highly recommend it, it is a really, really awesome, valuable in-depth um, gift that she's giving you. So go and check that out. Um, I always end the episode or get towards the end with my coffee talk questions. These are just kind of fun little questions that uh, give the audience a little bit of more. Uh, let's, let's know the fun side of Alyssa. Okay. So um, I'll just whip a few of these out there. Uh, what are three things that you do to start your day? I, <laughs> I make my breakfast. I have the same breakfast every single morning. Um, I have my alarm clock outside of my bedroom, like down the hall. Otherwise I get back in bed. So that's, that's a key important. Um, and then I, I have an entire morning routine, which is like four hours long, which you guys don't really want to know, but I do have a very specific morning routine, Nice. Um, but it starts with breakfast meditation and, um, 
and not going back to bed. <laughs> not hitting snooze. Right. Um, yeah. Well, and I know um, I am always a stand. I'm guessing you're probably a pretty early riser. Is uh, most of the people that have those routines are early morning risers. I am one of those people too. So um, just so you know, my, my alarm's going off at 5.15. I don't know about yours, but 5.15 is usually yep. my time. 4 a.m. is when mine goes off. Oh, I have things to aspire to. <laughs> That's painful. Um, you rock. Wow. I'd be like asleep on my keyboard by now. Okay. So frozen or scooped ice cream, which is your favorite? Uh, scooped. And what flavor? Um, I really like moose tracks. <gasps> I do not do nuts in my, in my ice cream. Um, and, uh, and I love chocolate and caramel in my ice cream. Nice. Uh, favorite holiday, Halloween or Christmas? Christmas. Oh, I love Christmas too. And you're up, uh, up northern, so it's really cold where you are for Christmas. So yeah, it's Christmas. Which is perfect because you, you turn on all the candles, turn on, light all the candles, and you turn on the fireplace, and it's just cozy and awesome. Nice. Um, most unusual talent that people don't know about? Mm. I am a queen at folding king size uh, fitted sheets. Really? I think you should do like a video tutorial on that. I kind of, I've been thinking about that for several years because I am really gifted at, at folding king size fitted sheets. Because yeah, like Martha Stewart's the only one I know that can really do it. So mm -hmm. I'm in, show me, <laughs> coming out and show me the sheet. Hidden talents. <laughs> That's right. I love it. Uh, last one, Harry Potter or the Hobbit? Ooh, Harry Potter. Oh, there's my girl. I love it. Yeah. Well, it has been my, ex my extreme pleasure to have you on the show. I am, I was so excited when you said you would be here and I have not been disappointed. So I would love for my audience to be able to find out more about you, including uh, your podcast that I know that you have and all of the other things that you have going on. So would you tell them just a little bit about where they can find you and I'll make sure to include all of the links in the show notes so they can find you. You bet. Well, the, the best place is really my website because it's the place to start. So if you are interested in the podcast, you can certainly check the podcast out there. If you're interested in services, you can certainly check that out there. Um, and if you're interested in the membership, you can also check that out there. So daretosucceed.com. And depending on what your needs are, you can find exactly what you need right there. So D-A-I-R-E, the number two, succeed.com. Thank you again so much for being here. It has been wonderful and really my pleasure. Mine too. I love connecting with you. Until next time, we'll see you on the next episode. Thanks for listening to the Feed You Podcast at www.alisaconnor.com forward slash podcast. 